The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony Corona. Every week here on ACB Media One, that's American Council of the Blind, Media One, and soon after on all your major podcast catchers. Each week, we'll dive into the news, human interest, and discussions about the issues surrounding all of us in and out of the American Council of the Blind community. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday Edition. I'm your host, Anthony Corona. I am here, as always, with my sidekick, executive producer, extraordinaire, Bryn Lee. Hey, Bryn. Hey, good morning, good afternoon. How is everybody doing? Can I? (laughs) Well, it's been a better week for me. How about you? You know, um, this week has not been the greatest for me because I have been sick uh, with a cold, and so it has not been good. Not good at all. I've sounded like a frog all weekend, (laughs) but I'm getting through. I'm getting through. That's for sure. (laughs) Now we just need a prince to start kissing. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I, I, I want to start the show off by remarking about our extraordinary, wonderful community. And, and by community, of course, I mean the call that, but I, I mean as a whole, all of us within the American Council line. Um, I disclosed on the show last that I had been having a little bit of a rough time in a mind that I have had since the first day of high school passed away. And I received a bunch of messages and, and calls and, and stuff over the week. So Everybody who reached out, thank you so, so very much. Everybody in the community who, you know, we all seem to rally around each other in, in those times when we need a little extra. numb. So for everyone who rallied around me, I just want to thank you. You know, I'm okay. And, and my friends are doing okay. Her family is doing okay. It's a, it's a really hard thing when you lose someone literally in midlife. And, and especially when they have kids, six of them, God God, God, right. Yeah, um, so yeah. again, thank you everybody for reaching out. And um, anybody and everybody out about karaoke last night um, was really, really uh, happy with with performance. And so thank you for remarking on that. God, if you guys have not listened to karaoke, last night was a theme night and it was all about heartbreak. I did a oh. song written by Diane Wolfold's I Love You, Goodbye. Uh, and what could be more heartbreaking than breaking your own heart by breaking someone else's heart? And so, um, but we've got some amazing talent. Um, in the backgrounds, we have Herbie today. Herbie, you did a really, really good song tonight. Um, and I say I say that like I'm sounding really surprised, but you haven't been participating in karaoke on that end of things for very long. And um, you come in rocking. Your first couple of songs have been great. Herbie may be multitasking connecting our i got everything working we are now in clubhouse and thank you for those kind words there anthony yes i have have not really done much with karaoke because i've been super busy with other things and um 
So I decided to really, once I had more time, I decided to give it a go. And that seems to be a really big success. So I'm really pleased about that. Depending, not depending, based upon the feedback last night um, and, and my own personal feedback, I will be hearing a lot more of you. Uh, yes, in, you, uh, karaoke you will. Future. It is absolutely, maybe one day we'll get a, a duet with you and Chanel, but, um, you know, one can only cross them. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is an extraordinary in the American Council of the Blind. If you have not yet gone to check out the pages for legislative leadership seminar, please go check. Registration is open. Um, if you are thinking about participating, all the information on the imperatives is up. Um, I know that President Spoon will be having um, a meeting lounge tomorrow evening. So if you have any questions, go there for answers and this week begins the um, community calls with Clark and Swatha for the imperatives that we'll be talking about during our hill visits with our representative offices so uh, please go check them out the line pride international known as BPI um, a we finally upgraded our payment portal system um, who have been uh, a BPM member in the past and know somewhat difficult to actually get us to take your money. Uh, not a problem anymore. <laughs> we'll get your money right quick. Um, but no, all kidding aside, it is membership season and we have amazing programming and things that we do throughout the year. Also um, are in the process of migrating to bpi.gay. So if you want to know about Blind Pride, you can go to bpi.gay. If you would like to join Blind, Blind Pride, you can go to bpi.gay slash join. Tomorrow evening at 8 p.m., BPI will be presenting the last in of lessons in advocacy from the LGBTQ plus community. And it is all about allies, the importance of allies, some historical context, um, some information about the founding of PFLAG, which um, is Parents and Friends of lesbians and gays. Um, the founder, um, Jean and Morty Manfred, uh, Eric Marcus from Making Gay History interviewed them years and years and years ago. So we have audio from that. And then the conversation will morph into what can allies of our community do and how much do they mean to and for us? So that conversation will be led by BPI's Margie Donovan. Um, this whole series in advocacy came to us from an amazing ally, Miss Debbie Grubb. So please, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, check it out. It will be um, broadcast on ACB Media 5 as well. You can find the links to that in the community call system. Um, speaking of leadership, someone who is very well known to listeners of Sunday Edition and um, someone that I consider to be uh, quite uh, awesome, Gabriel is joining us for a few minutes. Gabriel, welcome back to Sunday Edition. Thank you, Anthony. It's been a while. And thanks to all the Sunday Edition support team, Bryn, Sheila, Herbie. And uh, yeah, good to be back. So let me let me dive into, just before we get into the announcements you came with, um, you've been on the board for a couple of months. How's it been going? <laughs> hectic hectic but good exciting it is it is a wonderful experience to know that uh 
that you can come full circle that ACB is an organization that welcomes you, mentors you, prepares you, and then throws you into the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it funny that, you know, you, you are planning Florida's convention, at least as far as scholarships are concerned, and you are, you know, you're a scholarship winner yourself and full circle, you'll be attending your second in-person board meeting in the next couple of weeks in Alexandria. So talk about full circle. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I know FCB is, as everyone knows, near and dear to my heart and, you know, it's a family. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of leadership and legislative, um, how are things going with the Hispanic subcommittee and uh, what announcements do you have for us? So very exciting announcement. Um, Anthony was talking about the president's meeting and legislative seminar. Well, uh, I know uh, President Dan Spoon has uh, been announcing it and I am here to reiterate and to also invite people to please spread the word. We are going fully bilingual <laughs> for the first time in ACB history. Um, uh, because last year we, Swata and I conducted the um, wrap-up shows in Spanish, but this year we're having simultaneous translation starting this Thursday with Clark and Suata's, um legislative imperative community call. And uh, for all four of them, actually, uh, following that call uh, will be Monday, February 27th, Tuesday, February 28th, and Wednesday, um, March 1st. Look out for your community calls and um, search. I know there, there will be some announcements made uh, by the amazing team uh, that is a collaboration between Cindy and community and Rick and ACB Media because we're going to have some technical innovations to make sure that we are inclusive of Spanish-speaking members or Spanish-speaking potential members of ACB who want to follow us. Uh, we're also very proud that uh, we are contracting with members of our very own community, blind and visually impaired um, interpreters who are going to be in charge of providing the services. Um, and obviously, when the big days come, which are Saturday, March 4th, Sunday, March 5th, Monday, March 6th, and Tuesday, March 7th, where we're going to have the president's uh, meetings and legislative seminar, all of them are going to be offered in real time, simultaneous translation to Spanish. So please, please support this effort. Um, ACB has been working, we have been working, uh, and, and we have finally been able to put this together. And uh, this is just the beginning. We, we, we have great plans. The, the committee, the Hispanic subcommittee is full of amazing talent, wonderful people who are very passionate and very, very eager to include all the Spanish speakers and reach out so if you're in an area, if you're in California, hear us in Florida, Virginia, uh, Louisiana, you know, Arizona, I mean, all the states, I think all the states have, uh, Washington state have a, a huge component 
of Hispanics, please, please, please let them know that it, language is no longer a barrier to become a part of everything that's going on with ACB. And what a better way to start being involved or becoming to becoming knowledgeable of what ACB does than to do it through a legislative uh, president's leadership meeting in Spanish. So please spread the word and uh, and and just you know just join and 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 celebrate <laughs> that we are we are becoming a bilingual organization. And if our bilingual members out there listening, um, you know, they can always go to Cindy and and the community team to put on programming. But if they want to know more about the Hispanic subcommittee or they can offer, you know, translation or programming that might be of interest to our bilingual or Hispanic speaking members, where should they contact um, Multicultural or you yourself? Well, the best way to contact us is uh, through um, email, which is uh, bienvenidos. So I'm going to spell it B I E. N-V-E-N-I-D-O-S. So, bienvenidos at acb.org. And bienvenidos means well. somebody on the spot and see if they could repeat that spelling. Let's do that one more time for our folks that uh, <laughs> may only have been half listening. <laughs> okay, sure. Bienvenidos. B as in boy. I-E-N-V as in Victor. E n i d o s at acb.org awesome 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 well before i let you go back into the ether you and i are also going to be appearing next week separately in different capacities um at the maryland council of the blind virtual convention and um what's your capacity mr board member Thanks for reminding me. I'm going to need to take my anxiety pill now. <laughs> uh, I I am uh, no no joking. Uh, kidding aside, uh, I I am very very honored to have been uh, asked by the Maryland, state of Maryland to to be their banquet keynote speaker for their um, six p.m. on Eastern on Saturday. So. I I am I am very happy and very nervous, but but very excited, very excited to to share a little bit um, of you know of my life and a little bit of what I am doing now and and, and just offering up a hopefully a good and exciting conversation. Speech that I am so proud of, by the way, my my partner in crime in life. What is the title of that speech? Well, the title of the speech I have, um, I am calling it How I Multiplied My Stars. Can you give us a little sneak preview as to what that means? <laughs> uh, well, let's just say that the, the only sneak preview that I am going to give is that uh, for those of you who don't know, the Honduran flag, um, originally from Honduras, has five stars. And the U.S flag obviously the star spangled banner as we all know has 50 so uh i guess the rest uh will be unveiled next saturday awesome and i will be there friday night at 8 p.m 
wearing my Democracy Live hat, I will be doing a demonstration of a full electronic ballot return. For those of you listening who may be living in Massachusetts, you and a few other states around the country had the opportunity in this last election cycle to vote fully independently, privately from your own home, the backseat of a car, wherever you had a computer or a mobile device, you were able to do a full electronic ballot return. Um, We'll be demonstrating those and talking about the advocacy that can happen in a trifecta or at least a democratic trifecta state like Maryland has just become. And I will be answering any questions about Democracy Live and advocating for full electronic ballot return or electronic absentee ballot. Um, Is Jane Corona here by any chance? Jane, if you're here, do you want to unmute? I don't see her, Anthony. Okay. Um, I was asked also to just kind of give a general overview, but I lost the email. It is not on my screen anymore of what the convention is. But um, you can go to the the Maryland Council of the Blank page. I do know that there's a link to it right on the first page. And you can get the rundown of all the great programming at um, next week's Maryland Council of the Blind Convention. Um, I do believe that it will be Maybe Meryl is here? I know Penny's here and she's gonna talk about that. Yeah, uh, Meryl is not on Zoom. She might be in Clubhouse, but she is not on Zoom. Oh, that's right. I have been looking and I do not see any of them. All right, well, you can go to the Maryland Council of the Blind page, click on the link to get all of the programming. Um, like Gabriel said, he'll be speaking at somewhere around six o'clock on Saturday. I will be there at 8 p.m. And they have a wealth of great programming. I know that it will be on ACB Media 8 as well. So um, please, please join. Gabe, any last uh, thoughts or any other announcements you want to make before you go clean the kitchen and get... <laughs> it's, it's my, it's my, it's Sundays, it's my turn to, to cook. So, so nope, unless, unless you want to, unless you want to, um, order Uber Eats. I'll I'll stay here the entire show. Alexandria, I know, I know. Thank you. Love so much you all. Here. Thank you for having me on Sunday edition, and I look forward to hearing many of you during calls this week and 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 beyond. I've got a few more announcements before we get to Janine and the heart of today's conversation. Um, Penny, please step up, and um, if you have any more insights on the Maryland Convention, we'd love to hear it, but um, you also have an GUI fundraiser you want to talk about? Penny, Penny. Penny, you're muted there. All right, we'll come back to Penny in a moment. A cool call going on tonight that I believe either hosting or moderating. Um, All right, go ahead, Penny. Come back to you in a moment, Sheila. Go ahead, Penny. I'm here. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was muted. Um, hey, I want to congratulate the uh, the, uh, the Spanish subcommittee. I think that's just very exciting. I wonder if if NPR heard about what ACB is doing. That that's why they they provided a Spanish translation of the State of the Union message for the first time. I think so. Um, so I went came to talk about the GDY fundraiser. And I'm I'm on the air, right? Yes. Okay, thanks. Um, so um, GDY has a fundraiser. Yeah. It, is a, it is a quick fundraiser. It starts tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern time, a little earlier in California. And um, 
It's a popcorn fundraiser, and we learned about this company from NextGen. They recently had a fundraiser using the same company, and everyone says that the popcorn is absolutely amazing. And we thought it was a good time to tell you about this popcorn company. It's called Double Good Popcorn uh, because there are all these cool Academy Award nominated movies that are also audio described. And so we thought maybe if you all wanted to to um to watch those movies um and you might you might need some popcorn to go with them so that was the is the focus of our fundraiser it begins tomorrow night at 6 p.m and only lasts until 6 p.m on friday night and we're going to use the money for gdy's advocacy um and i'll tell you a little bit about what the advocacy committee is doing uh, everything we do is expensive but it's worthwhile uh, we're certainly working on the ride share issues that most of you with guide dogs are facing. Uh, and we're hoping that the Department of Justice will take note of our survey. I think we got 80 complaints to turn in within a month. So, I mean, I think that should let them know that there is a real problem all over the country for people trying to use Uber and Lyft uh, when the drivers won't take us with our dogs. Um, so uh, we're working on the rideshare issue uh, we have a new sample letter on our website. So if you go to the hardware store and some snarling pet dog runs around the corner and scares you and your dog half to death, and you want to write to the hardware store and tell them that they need to learn about the ADA, our sample letter is kind of a template. So we're, that will make sure you'll get everything in the letter that you need to get. And um also assure that the manager of the company will pay attention to what you have to say. So that's something else we're doing. And we are working really hard on a public service announcement. The audio portion is already done. Sheila Styron has created just an amazing public service announcement. We're going to try to uh, encourage people to control their pets when they're out and about. Uh, so that they don't, again, scare us to death when we're walking down the sidewalk um, or threaten our safety and our independence. It's going to be a really good public service announcement, and we're going to be uh, trying to get it all over the country on various media outlets, including ACB Media. Um, so um, those are three things we're working on. None of that work is cheap, and so we need some money to help us do it. And so this is why we have the fundraiser. So the popcorn, there are 11 different kinds of popcorn. I think it's around $9 a bag. Um, uh, some of the best brands are our flavors are uh, Enqueso Fire, which I think is my favorite. Um, and there's uh, so that's Q-U-E-S-O, Gabriel. Um, and uh, other, brand, other <laughs> flavors are uh, Sergeant Salt and Pepper. Um, <laughs> there's a, a Better Butter. Um, there's jalapeno, um, and there's certainly caramel corn, um, and cheesy popcorn. Uh, it's really worth looking at our website. Um, that's where you'll find the flyer. And we've also been sending it out all over ACB lists. I know I sent it to a uh, conversation and Sarah sent it to leadership. Um, and we're going to keep giving you reminders throughout the week. But again, you only have these 
five days to get this popcorn all lined up so that you can watch all the movies that are nominated for Academy Awards. And then the Academy Award broadcast will be on ACB on March the 12th. And that too will be audio described. So you're going to need some popcorn to, to watch that and see if your, your choices are the ones that the Academy picked. So uh, we hope you will take advantage of our fundraiser and tell all your friends. You certainly don't have to be blind to buy popcorn. Um, and uh, thank you, Anthony, so much for letting us come on and talk about our fundraiser. Absolutely. What a great tie-in. You know, like I can think about all media posts about people who are raving about their GDY fundraised popcorn while they are the audio described version of whatever Oscar nominated. Looking forward to eating some of that popcorn during the audio described Oscar Academy Awards on ACB Media and such. <laughs> what great ACB is our friend Mike likes to call it cross pollination. So kudos for that as well. Are you Anthony, looking I forward to the Maryland here, convention, by the way. I am. I am. Awesome. Oh, cool. Well, Jane can talk about our convention. Yeah, I'm, actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually only a member, so I, I wasn't involved in planning the convention, but I'm looking forward to Gabriel's speech. And uh, I know that uh, in Maryland, we have uh, an affiliate of GDY called CAGDU, Capital Area Guide Dog Users, and we will be there as well. So um, thank you, Anthony. And hi, Jane. And everybody have a great <laughs> Sunday. Thank you, Penny. All right, Jane, you're up. Okay, I'm so sorry. I was listening on Tell ACB us Media, what else we can expect. and I, I was yelling at my echo, and and I'm oh no, I gotta <laughs> go on Zoom. Anyway, um, <clears throat> thanks so much to um, to Anthony for announcing our convention. Um, we're sort of excited and sort of terrified. We've done this for three years now, virtual conventions, and I think we've done well. Um, I think this convention will be a good one. Friday evening, starting at five o'clock for half hour presentations, we'll have exhibitors running up until nine o'clock. And then all day Saturday, uh, we will have uh, panels. Uh, there's a mental health panel and a Braille touching the world panel. And there's a gaming panel. Thanks, Herbie, for Dice World. Well, I don't know anything about Dice World yet, so I guess I'll learn. Um, Kayla Allen is going to talk about origami. I love origami. Um, we'll have a panel about uh, kitchen or, or any kind of accessible appliances and appliances that aren't. Um, and of course, you know, our, our banquet speaker, we're so anxious to, to, to hear. And Gabriel, you can't be any more nervous and scared than I am. Um, so you know, it's okay. We'll get through it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> registration. We're making it free this year um, in hopes of getting more attendees. Um, so registration is free, but you do have to Either call or email me um, so that I can put your name, address, phone number, and email address into the spreadsheet. I have so many spreadsheets um, so that we can avoid Zoom bombing. And may I give my phone number? We, we don't, our website is not up to date, so you can't register that way. I'm so sorry. We're not technically aware yet as much as we should be. But um, can I can I give my email address and phone number so people can register? I don't think she can, Anthony. You can give the email address. You can't yeah. give personal phone numbers only if it's a okay. phone. Well, the email address is my personal email address. So that people uh, can register. All right. Here's the deal. 
um, since we are on air, you really can't give it out. So what I'll do is the Sunday edition, AC at Gmail, Sunday edition, all one word with my initials, AC at gmail.com. Um, and I will forward any requests for Maryland to Eugene. So you Great. can get back to them in a timely Great. manner. And I'd like to have registrations in by by Tuesday evening because I'll send everything out to everybody on Wednesday with the program and the auction items. And I'm having hand surgery on Thursday, so I don't know how much typing I'll be doing. So I want to get as much of the typing for the convention done on Wednesday because I'll have a big bandage on my hand. So um, anybody who's interested, we welcome people from all over the country, all over the world to please come and register. Um, and I hope you'll you'll enjoy spending the weekend with us here in Maryland. And we'd love to have everyone register. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Is um is your mental health program happen to be in affiliation with um or, or whatever they're calling themselves now, the Mental Health and Wellness Committee here in American <clears throat> Council of the Blind? Yes, they're one of the presenters on that on that program. We have some um, mental health and crisis people from Montgomery County and, and areas like that. But we do have Pam Shaw from, from the mental health and, and ex, um, committee um, as one of the presenters for our convention. Yes. That is awesome. So listeners out there have been contacting Sunday edition, wondering if there's programming coming up, here you go. Mental health and will be a part of the mental health program at Maryland State Convention. And Jane, thank you so much for always so much and fun. I will talk to you during the week. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to go with you now. Me knocking on wood. <laughs> Anthony, can I interrupt for one more minute? Yes. I forgot to give the, um, the website for GUI, which is www.guidedogusersinc.com org very easy to remember and um if anyone would like our flyer can i email that to you and maybe you'll forward it to people who can't find it any other way i sure will absolutely okay thank you so just email anthony at sunday edition ac at gmail dot uh, gmail dot com thanks okay i'm done thank you guys thank you thank you i have heard I have heard the messages coming in, so hopefully this has tweaked my microphone issues. But Sheila, if you hear me going in and out, can you let me know? Absolutely. It's, it's, You've been doing it for the past half hour. So. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, in and out uh, since you started, pretty much. Is this, is this better? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. Well, Sheila, while I have you up and unmuted, um, we had the DKM or some members of the DKM uh, committee here on Sunday edition a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And tonight you guys are holding a call, correct? We are. We're doing an informational session for DKM first timers and JP Morgan uh, Chase leadership. So we have several of our past winners. And then we're going to have a Q&A as to anyone that is thinking they might want to apply, but they're a little nervous about it or whatever. So I know Amanda Selm is going to be one of the facilitators. I think Kenneth is going to be on with her. I am hosting it, so but I am on the committee. So I'm, but I'm not taking part in the conversation. But we are very lucky that we're having six of our past winners join us and talk about the application process, 
what they have been able to benefit from receiving the recognition and then a little bit about a couple of the changes in the application process this year. So I hope everybody will, will listen. Well, absolutely. And Brennan, I can testify from the JP Morgan side of things about how life um, opens up even more once you become part of this amazing society. Um, I know that, you know, I, I have made friends all around the country, all around the community. Brennan, any words for folks who may or may not want to join that call tonight? Oh, well, you should definitely join the call tonight. I think it would definitely be uh, worth your time. And <laughs> But, you know, if, if you don't, um, there are so many wonderful people in the organization that are eager to help uh, or answer questions. We are a really good cluster of, of people that help one another. We call each other and check up on each other. Uh, yeah. and so Anthony from Hawaii he just like calls me at random just to check in and see how I'm doing. Or, you know, Kenneth will just call me and say, you know, hey, how are things going? And it's it's really nice to have, you know, people in leadership roles um, who are, you know, cognizant of their members and they just check in and, and say, hey, how's it going? What, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, how are things going for you as far as ACB? And, uh, you know, that, that, that really just goes a long way and really helps a lot. And I will tell you that I was part of the J.P. Morgan Chase leadership the very first year it was established in 2016. So I definitely have benefited from being part of that class of, of recipients. So I am excited about our call tonight, and I hope people will attend or listen. It will be on ACB Media, and I believe it's going to be in Clubhouse as well. All right. Um, Bryn, what do you have going on on the fun zone tonight? Well, I'm still trying to figure that one out, but I wanted to show you something really funny. Um, so to answer your question before I show you the funny thing, I have no idea. Uh, sometimes I'll use a random word generator and, and try to figure it out. So I'm actually on the random word generator because I knew you were going to ask me this question. So the after I hit the generate random noun button, I have to do a show about that particular topic. Oh, great. You want to know what the word is? Um, is it family friendly? It's family friendly. <laughs> no. no, my my random word that I have to do a topic about this week now is responsibility. <laughs> great. I'm hearing a schoolhouse rocker too is is gonna infiltrate into this show, into the show tonight. I, I have a feeling I, I, it might. <laughs> so all right well I, go ahead well here's the here's the funny thing i wanted to show you really quickly so i've been messing around with this thing called 11labs.io have you heard about it yet i have not is it anything like the chat gt thing that everyone's talking about kind of but it's instead of the instead of the text part of it it's the voice part of it so what it allows you to do is it allows you to take a, a recording of someone's voice and it can be as little as 30 seconds and you can upload that voice and then uh type in text and get get that person's voice to say whatever it is that you want so I did Gabriel and you, and I haven't heard these yet. I have no idea uh, if they're any good. I don't know if they're, you know, I don't know if this is going to actually sound like Gabriel, but let me, let me play you the one I made for Gabriel really quick. 
Hello, this is the immediate past what? president of Blind LGBT Pride International. That, that sounds Gabriel more like Lopez you. Cafati, I just wanted to say I give Anthony full permission to eat all of the pizza he wants. I don't care if he gets fluffy. <laughs> that did not sound like Gabriel at all. <laughs> no, it did sound more like me. It that's, did. That, that's, that's weird. So I wonder, if, I wonder if I screwed up. Well, here's, here's the one I got for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Virtual Anthony. If our leader extraordinaire ever gets sick, we can just have a robot take over for him. Just kidding, Uh, but I digress. No matter how good this technology gets, no one can ever, ever, ever replace Anthony, especially not on the karaoke microphone. Now let's hand the proverbial talking (laughs) stick back to the man, the legend, Anthony Corona. So I'm thinking I must have accidentally generated Gabriel's thing with your voice, which is annoying because I was really excited to hear what Gabriel sounded like. But... So I want to give you a challenge. Is that okay? Or are you multitasking sure. today or do you have a few minutes? Uh, no, All right. You can give me a challenge. Let's... Go for it. Why don't you try to do Gabriel again? We'll take a break, like sort of um, mid-show, and we'll check it again. And we're going to be talking with Janine. Let's see how close we can get Janine sounding. Um, so we'll take a break mid-show and, and see where we're at with that. How's that? Sounds sounds fun. All right, cool. We'll try to get Gabriel and Janine. All right. I have one more announcement, um, and then I will call for any hands. If you have an announcement that you'd like to share with us, throw your hand up now. Um, I will be, as you heard, at the Maryland convention next week, but I'm wearing a bunch of hats next weekend, and I will not be able to be here for Sunday edition. So our Clubhouse connector and new newer friend, as far as the ACB, um, my involvement with ACB is concerned, Mr. Herbie Allen and the beautiful Chanel Allen will be here on Sunday edition next week. Herbie, come on up and and tell us a little bit about what you guys will be talking about. All right. Thank you. So uh, we're going to be interviewing Michael McCullough and Sandhya Rao of an organization that some of you may have heard of called iBug Today. They are the iBlind users group. They are based out of Houston and They have been offering since 2011 various conference calls helping people with iDevices. And uh, so we're going to interview them, talk about what the organization is, focus on like their backgrounds. And um, we'll talk about uh, Chanel's and my involvement with the uh, Mac course that we help run. And I'm hoping to get some of the other facilitators on here as well to talk about some of uh, the things that they're involved with, such as the uh, cafe. And, um, you know, I I think it'll be a fascinating uh, conversation. And uh, so we're going to give this a try next week. And... uh, Anthony, will I ever kill us or not? How it goes afterwards? <laughs> I am sure it's going to be an awesome and fascinating show. I can't just, wait just to... don't kill me, though. Spare Chanel. That's all I ask. <laughs> he got us into this, so he's getting us out. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> you got us into it because it was your Mac course that you got involved with through iBug that got Anthony's attention that started this. Okay, so. that is true. That is true, but um, and I extended um, an invitation with a uh, string of please, 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 please say yes. Um, I won't be here for three weeks, to be quite honest. Um, between legislative and leadership weeks, I'm traveling. So, if anybody would like to step up and host the show for the first two weekends in March, please send an email to Sunday Edition AC at gmail.com. That's Sunday edition, ac at gmail.com. 
I don't know, uh, Bryn might want two weeks off, but uh, there are always hosts and streamers in the background that we can pull in and put a show together. If not, next week will be a new show with Herbie and Chanel, and the following two weeks will be will be on hiatus. But if anybody is ready to take a topic and run with it, like I said, please let me know. If nothing Chilly. else, you could always get virtual guests on using Eleven Labs AI and see if anybody notices a difference. You know. Oh yeah. Oh my God, Brian, would you like to put a show together that's all virtual? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> well, I, I've I got don't know what you talk about. I've got Anthony Corona's voice, um, so <laughs> you know I've already got a huge piece of the pie already. <laughs> We're talking about the robot revolution here, folks, and it's going to happen first on Sunday edition before anywhere else. So, uh... Anthony. You are fading in and out on occasion, but I will also tell you that I don't think any of the community calls are going on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday during the hours of the leadership stuff on the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Oh, cool. So I'll be on that. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about the 5th. All right. So if anybody out there wants to do a show on the 12th, yes, the 12th, please let me know. Um... I mean, I right. definitely would be around as a streamer, if nothing else. I'm, I'm always around usually, so. Awesome, awesome. We will talk offline. Sheila, are there any more hands for announcements? Oh, we had one, but he lowered it, so. All right. Well, going once, going twice, then welcome back to Sunday Edition. Janine, how are you? Hey, hello, hello. And it's funny you should mention Eleven Labs because I was playing around with it yesterday and it is so weird. It mostly got my weird Eastern Ohio accent. So, you know, we'll see what uh, Bryn comes up with, though. Uh, But (laughs) yeah, it was very odd. Now, I have challenged my sisters that, okay, lightning. We've got some feedback coming. Um, Sheila, can we grab that? All right, awesome. You know, before we get into the Ira conversation, I did play around with um with the chat um and and started a conversation. I really wanted to try to replicate and I must pay more attention when I'm listening to podcasts because the reporter did say that they were part of a beta that it was not the one that that was released to everyone, that it was the Microsoft thing. I hadn't paid attention to that line. So I wanted to replicate the chat bot telling me that it loved me, et cetera, et cetera. I couldn't get quite there, but it did tell me that I was manipulative and that I was causing it anxiety and it could not answer the line, that line of questioning anymore. Um, so I'm sorry, I Dave. I can't open the pod bay door. <laughs> <laughs> and for yeah. those of you who don't know that reference, we're old. Okay. <laughs> when you think about it, that's like, that book is like 50 years old, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you think about how much of what is in that book, if you if you suspend your mind just a tiny bit, how much of it actually is true? Now, I just have to put this out into the universe because there's something I've been waiting for my entire life. I saw a scene of the Jetsons that changed my life. They were preparing to go on vacation and Jane could not figure out what to pack and what not to pack. So she pressed the button and her closet folded and folded and folded (laughs) and folded and and became an amazing little pocketbook. And she brought the whole closet with her. I so need this. I so, so need this. Right? 
imagine if you could turn into like a coach knapsack or mm-hmm. a little carrot. Mm-hmm. Well, they do have you know? that suitcase they advertise called portable closet. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's coming. <laughs> well, I know that you were coming with um, some announcements, and I know that one of the announcements, based upon a conversation that I had yesterday in preparation to the show, one of the announcements is about Android. Um, And I do have to say the first two reviews from Android users um, to me personally were quite positive. So Janine, tell us what's going on now with Android. Excitement. So on Wednesday, I believe it was, actually Thursday, we put our Android, our new Android app, which is called Ira Explorer, that went out in the Google Play Store. So it is up there now, along with our original app, Ira. So there's Ira, which is the original version that you know and love. And then there's Ira Explorer, which is what we internally call Ira 3.0. And this is the app that is based on the Flutter code to rule them all. And the iOS app will be coming out soon. I don't have an exact date. Probably sometime during CSUN, I think, we are going to get it out. We put the Android app out first because we know that we have a few things that we need to test with a larger audience. And Android has the most variety in terms of devices really well. And the Android community is great at getting us feedback. So if that is out there, you can download it. It's totally sign. And if you want to know what this looks like, because they're all going to look basically the same, you can use our desktop app, which is still in public beta, but you, it is a web app. So desktop app's a little, a little misnomer there, but uh, it is out there. I refer desktop and you can get to that by going to explorer.ira.io. And you can try it out, kick the tires, see what to, see what that's all about. Yay. So, as far as functionality concerned, both both apps work basically the exact same way. This is just more coding on background end of things. Basically, but we do have a few new features. So, for our low vision people, and I'll just make this announcement on Tuesday. Uh, Tiffany Minash will be, she's one of our agent trainers and advisor for special projects. And Tiffany will be on Let's Talk Low Vision. She's going to talk a little bit more about some of the low vision features. But basically, if you're a low vision person now, you can actually see through the camera what the agent sees. And a lot of our low vision people asked for this so that they could, you know, really see what the descriptions and things like that. So that's a big feature that we have not had before. It's just been kind of a black screen with a little bit of text on it. Uh, We also have a completely redesigned feedback feature, which people are really liking comments on the agent. And then you, and that's something that people have really wanted because you may have a great call, but you have a terrible technical connection and you don't want to dock the agent for that, but you need to report that the call is not technically going well, or there's something in the app that's not working. So you can now do that. Uh, We have a whole new usage screen and we'll be going over some of these. um, I'm in the process of recording some tutorials for all of this. So we have some basic ones up right now, but we'll have some more involved. One final thing, excuse me, final couple things. Uh, Oh, the search feature, we have enhanced that if you're searching for access offers. Right now, it will search across all the access screens and find out, oh gosh, you know, did 
uh, JAWS have an access offer and what was it? I don't remember. You can just put it in the search box and voila, you're there. The screen looks a little bit different. The other bit with an agent. So if you are on your phone and you're out and about and you've got a file that maybe you need formatted and let's say it's a Word document, you find it in your file manager on your phone or iCloud Drive, wherever it might be on your phone, you can share it with an agent prior to the call, just like you would a text message. So you can send that file, you can say, okay, please look and make sure that this is formatted correctly. I'm gonna be on here with you, let's go over it together. And then the agent can send you back the formatted file. And so that's something new. You can play around with that on the desk iOS. The one thing you'll need to know for Android though is where your files go. And I believe I am not an Android user, but Android users can correct me. You can find this under your settings where actually downloaded file be going once the anyway, that those are just a few of the big and exciting things. The new screen layout, I think people are gonna like. The new visuals, bleh, the new features for low vision. I'm talking way too fast. I can hardly wait to see what Eleven Labs makes of that. <laughs> um, but the features for low vision, folks, we have taken a lot of time to look at contrast and things like that because we've got a big uh, beta testing group and they've been really great at giving us feedback throughout the process, which has taken ooh, a couple months now. Uh, go out there and play with it and let us know what you think. So we got a couple of questions um, through the Sunday edition email. Um, as you may know, I, I post my show topics all over the place in the hope to generate for me some talking points, but um, also to get our community question answered. And one of them definitely fits into what you were just talking about. Um and it's something that I don't have experience with. Um, and we're going to talk about how I use IRA and how some of our listeners use IRA in a few minutes. But the person wanted to know, um, when they use IRA to take photos, which I do all the time, the agent sometimes will give you the option, do you want me to send this to your phone or email this to you? I always have them email it to me so that I have a record of it. But um, how does it work if they send the photo directly? to your phone all righty great question so if someone requests and i actually usually do both just to be certain if an ira app on ios and I'll, I'll stick to ios here i won't go into the new app yet but under the more tab which is bottom right corner of your screen you'll double tap on more and under that screen you'll see photos and if you tap on photos then you will see those photos with the name, <clears throat> excuse me, the name that you gave the photo, you're going to see that in the list. You are going to see uh, the ability to share that photo, put it, that will put it in your camera roll with all everything, including the title of the photo and the description that the agent writes for you. So that's where those photos go. In the new app, they will go into something we call photo gallery. And photo gallery is um, exactly like what you would think it is. It's where your photos are going to be and various then um, actions that you can take on those photos. Download. All right. So let's get into let's get into some innovative uses for IRA. Um, and I wanted to start this conversation out by by kind of going through what I what I do when I'm about to make an IRA call. Um, and one of my favorite tasks is to go through mail. Um, I, you know, it's great. We have a lot of technology that will read. 
Um, but I, I don't want to spend 30 seconds trying to find out, is this a credit card or far? Where is it coming from? So I go to sit down to do mail. I will first arrange everything by envelope size. Things that I know um, are, you know, those cardboard flyers, things like that. I'll automatically already separate, get them out of the way. I don't really care. I don't want that. I just want my real mail. <laughs> Save it for you. I will slip yeah, you know, it, I, I often joke with the with the um, IRA agents. Well, so much for paperless billing, mm-hmm. um, you know, so much mm-hmm. for they're never going to send you anything. Um, you know, there's a certain bank uh, that I have a loan with uh, for technology, by the way, uh, that you know is supposed to be paperless, but they send me a statement every month, and I have mm-hmm. you know let them know a few times. I really care about the environment. Please, you promised me paperless, yes. and I can go online and check my balance and all of that whenever I want. You don't have to send me this in the mail, and you get my automatic payment. But I'm digressing, as I'm known to do. Um, and so I'll slit every envelope. So the ones that I actually determine I want to read, I don't have to waste any time. And basically, what I try to do, and I'm using mail as as my as my anecdote what i try to do is i set up for my call as much as possible you know if i'm if i'm making food and i need instructions the things that i know for sure i'm going to need i want them out already um i you know have the package ready so they can read the instructions or any any task you know i'll have my tools out if i'm if i'm looking for something that you know if i'm repairing something or whatever i'm using ira for um and so you know, I think the the best way to maximize your your time and your experience with any visual interpreting, whether it be you know a friend or a family member on FaceTime or eyes or Ira itself, is to have the task kind of already mapped out in your head, have everything or as close to everything as you need possible available, so you're not spending time looking for something else, et cetera, and be clear and concise. In the questions you're asking of the agents or or the person on the other end of your visual visual interpretation, um, as well as you know, be able to give clear and concise instructions, and full enough to to troubleshoot. Um, you know, change the wording of what you're asking. Be you know, be flexible enough to understand that if the person is not giving you the information you're looking for, it might be that you're not asking the question in a way that they're getting the what you're looking for through the information that you're giving them um so that's my big first and and foremost tip but the other one and and i was hoping we've talked about this on sunday edition before but a couple of the questions that came in kind of dealt with this so i figured we can wrap all of those questions up in in one piece of conversation by asking you to tell us again about the dashboard and how really useful the IRA dashboard can be. And before you do speak, I will say um, when I was job seeking and thankfully I am currently employed. So that is not part of my daily routine anymore. Um, One of the biggest things was having my resume in my dashboard because I often encountered websites where you had to upload, Uh, populate their application using your resume and anybody listening who has tried this knows that 90 out of 100 times, it doesn't work. Or it doesn't work easily. It doesn't work well. It'll miss pieces of information and it won't let you go to the next page. But you can't figure out what piece of information is missing. So having my resume on my dashboard and having you know, the agent be able to literally populate that for me in like a minute and a half where I was spent trying to figure out 
what am I missing? What's wrong? What is not populating right? Saved me a lot of personal frustration and also a lot of Ira minutes. So Janine, talk to us about the dashboard. Okay, so let me correct your terminology just a tad. So what you're talking about is actually your Ira profile and Ira folder. And your profile is where, and any of you who have been Ira customers for a while know that we used to have a really intense onboarding process. It took like an hour that you spent with an agent and they went over a lot of questions with you. You know, how do you like directions given to you? Do you like left and right? Do you like compass or clock face or whatever? Uh, And, you know, we're going to show you the uh, abilities of the camera in terms of exactly what we can capture and all of these things. So those all go into your profile and your agent can put, you know, a lot of things into that profile. Uh, For example, we used to ask people, you know, are there any foods that you have allergies to that you might want us to notify you about on a menu? You know, just all sorts of things like that. Your address, your phone number, uh, places that you go regularly, you can ask to have put in your profile. Your folder is actually a storage folder that is only accessible while you're on a call with an agent. That is the only time anybody can get into that folder except one person who maintains that particular part of IRA. Uh, So that folder, you can put anything in. And we're working on uh, down the road in the roadmap, a way to be able to get into that folder and manage it yourself, but we've tightened. But in that folder, you can put things like your resume, you can put uh, your travel itinerary, photos, uh, just whatever you want. It's kind of endless. Uh, Some people have an actual file that has all their passwords in it. And they've got that organized in the folder. So, you know, okay, I need to log into uh, some obscure website. It's in my password file. If you can go look that up and we'll get logged in because the login's not accessible. So, you know, that's just one of the things. There are people who put, uh, well, me, for example, appliance manuals in there. Mine's got three or four different uh, links to videos like on YouTube for how to put together my Dyson vacuum that I no longer have. So um, yeah, all of these things can go in that folder. Now the dashboard is actually something on the agent and that is basically their IRA app. And what happens when you call in, their dashboard is activated and they can see if you have your location services turned on, they can see your GPS location. Now, this is one thing that we did improve in the new Android app. When we were having some difficulty with location services, that has been solved in the Android app as far as we know. But if you are still having trouble with it, let us know uh, so they can see where you are. They also have the ability to pull up Google. They go through um, intense training to figure out all those little, you know how uh, sometimes Lifehacker will have the 20 things you didn't know about Google searching that will save your life. <laughs> uh, well, they have uh, training like that. So they are Google oh. ninjas. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they have all these secrets. That they can... catches up with me. <laughs> yes. So they can go out on Google. They can go to YouTube and look up videos. This has been super helpful. 
with DYI projects. Um, I've had a few of them that just have gone sideways. And we finally went out and said, all right, is anybody on YouTube actually doing this? Well, of course, the, none of those videos have verbal instructions. You know, okay, I'm just going to do this, and then I'm going to make it go this way. And so the agents are actually able to watch that video and say, all right, I've slowed it down. Here's the part where he's doing this, this, and this. And, you know, we uh, need for in my house. So I guess that's DIY. I have no idea why I always say it DIY. I don't know. Anyway, the do-it-yourself projects, putting together IKEA furniture, <laughs> any of that kind of thing. So that is just, those are just a few of the things they can do. They can go out to just about any website, TeamViewer, and I know everybody hates TeamViewer. Well, many people dislike TeamViewer, very not happy with TeamViewer either. But we do have the ability to use Quick Assist for Windows. So Microsoft Quick Assist, great product. We can also use uh, Google let me see if I get the name right. Chrome Remote Desktop, which works on both iOS, um, both Android and no, wait, 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 PC and Mac, iOS and Android version of Chrome as well. I believe it works on, but I'm not sure. Uh, so I wouldn't take that to the mobile arena, but it's and it is much easier to find the and with Chrome Remote Desktop than it is on TeamViewer, and uh, fewer pop-ups. In fact, no pop-ups, uh, which is a plague of TeamViewer many times. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can I remove the pop-up window? Oh, no. So you've got some options there uh, that your agent can connect to. And then they can what they can do from the desktop. Or I'm sorry, from the uh, dashboard. Good grief. I need to slow down. <laughs> but that's what they can do from the dashboard. Um, they cannot get into the billing or any of your account details for that you need to call customer care um, some people think oh my gosh the you know the agents can do everything uh, they cannot get into your account though so sorry but no well don't see you out there listening and wonder you know if i send something to sunday edition ac at gmail will it make it to the air today's show definitely proves it um so I have a question for you in a moment, but we're talking about innovative uses of IRA today. And I got one through email, somebody who can't join us today because of church, um, but who listens to Sunday edition on the podcast version later on during the week. And um, I was really, I thought to myself when I read this email, I was like, wow, okay, this is, this is cool. Um, this person twice a week has to travel home from work at about two o'clock in the morning. And they have to take public transportation and they have about a 15 minute walk from where their public transportation leaves them Yikes. until they get to their home. Okay. And so they will call IRA when, or you, you know, use um, the IRA agent when they are getting off the bus to record where they are, okay. that they've gotten off the bus and to please put that in their information. And then they'll alert IRA when they're home that they've made it home. And most of their friends and family and coworkers know that if God forbid anything were to happen to them, mm -hmm. they're keeping tabs on themselves using IRA. Oh, I thought wow. who, you know, that I thought whoever out there has, you know, a, a moment where they want to travel somewhere and they feel unsafe. They're not sure it's going to be late at night. It's on a rural, it's somewhere they've never been before. Mm -hmm. Wow. What a great use of the service to have, some record of where you are, where you're going, how long it should take, 
And yet your friends and family, if God forbid, they don't hear from you by, let's say, you know, 1230 at night Mm -hmm. and you left at 11 o'clock, they know that Ira has a record, will at least have a record of where you last kind of contacted. I I thought that was amazing. Yes, that is that is a great use. And even if you've got the minutes, you know, having the agent on there with you to let you know about it, although sometimes it's hard to see in low lighting, but with some of the new camera advancements for iOS and Android, it's a lot easier to see at night than it used to be. And some people actually wear a headlamp at night so that um, the agent's got a little bit more who does that. And she said very successfully because she comes home late at night often and has a bit of a walk from the bus stop. So yeah, uh, I've also had people who have kept the IRA agent on as they are getting into a ride share. And if they do not feel particularly safe in the ride share, they will keep the agent on the phone to observe and let them know what's going on. Um, you know, the demeanor of the person who's driving and anything else going on. Uh, if they're not going maybe in the correct direction, if they're being dropped off at the wrong place, something like that. Um, yeah. So safety is a big deal. Um, we actually had a situation where we had uh, some folks who were at an ATM and they were robbed at the ATM. And the agent was able to identify to the police the suspect. I um, I had a situation in in an Uber a couple of months ago. I was heading to uh, the NFB convention, um, Florida convention in Jacksonville. And I got into uh, an Uber from the airport. And it wasn't until we were already moving that the person had a problem with me having a dog. I don't know what oh kind my. of day the person was having or not, but he was muttering loud enough under his breath that he wanted me to hear it. Mm. And so I addressed the situation the first time quite politely. And at that point, he just started to berate um, mm. me and people who want to get in his car and F things up um i can't use you know the true wording and so i immediately pulled up ira um and when i reported to the tsa agent in the airport because they were being i was being picked up out of the jacksonville airport um the ira impressions were instrumental and um, that person was banned from and i don't know how you can enforce that quite honestly but they were banned from being allowed to pick up passengers at the airport um, Uber was, and I'm in the middle of a Department of Justice, spe- hearkening back to the advocacy from uh, mm-hmm. GDUI and folks like Margie Donovan and Becky Davidson, hearkening back, I am in the middle of a of J- Department of Justice complaint, and um, the IR impressions are instrumental in that. Yes, yes. And although we, we have had that happen before, where if you've got a case and they are subpoenaed, they are requested, so yeah. So I'm going to pivot hope we never for a moment. Have to, though. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? Having that, you know, having that. There's another app um, on the phone. It's I think it's called Blind Blindfold Video. Uh-huh. Um, and uh-huh. I always have that at the ready before yep. my Uber driver gets there, mm-hmm. so that I can record the interaction. Especially, and there's been videos posted. Usually, Gabriel, I love him. He does the arguing for both of us, and then I kind of come in as mm-hmm. cleanup batter when when I need to get real aggressive. But um, having that blindfold video ready um, to record the entire interaction when you're trying to explain to them it's against the law, you have to take us. This is a service animal. All of that back and forth. But I'm I'm digressing, but it's a great app. The, oh, the beautiful part of that video. app is that when you open it, it's going. It's already up and ready. You yep. just say, S-Lady, you know, open blindfold video, and boom, it's up. And um, yep. 
so and and it's easy to get the videos from and you know so yeah that's one that I have on a special shortcut on my phone actually um and and it's sad that we have to operate this way in today's society but certainly you know it's uh it's very helpful and especially if you've got two people with two dogs traveling in one vehicle uh-huh. you know we always it's sort of like uh putting on your armor before you you know get the ride because you never know what's going to happen. And I will say this, it doesn't work every time, but Mm -hmm. knowing that they're being recorded changes the tone of the conversation at least 70% of the time. It really does. Mm -hmm. Once they know they're being recorded and you're, and the key also is to stay calm and to, and to repeat yourself in a calm manner. Mm -hmm. This is against the law. This is what is provided by something called the Americans with Disabilities Act. You have to take my service animal, my certified through a school service animal. You have to take us. And and like I said, it doesn't work every time, but it definitely changes the tone of the conversation more often than not. I'm going to pivot, though, to another question that came in via email. And folks, get those hands up. Clubhouse, welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday edition. We're going to talk to you guys, too. Um, But I'm going to pivot to another question that we got via email. Um, I also have not tried this, but I am definitely curious to the answer. For those pesky mobile deposits of checks, and in this day and age, why companies are still using checks, I can't imagine, but um, they still are. Can Ira help you with depositing your checks mobily? Okay. Well, again, we go back to TeamViewer. And we have not tried this yet. Well, actually, we have in beta with the new app, and it still doesn't work. They have a program called Quick Support, uh, which is TeamViewer Quick Support. It's a mobile app. It supposedly allows screen sharing uh, on iOS. You don't get screen remote control. You get screen sharing. On some of the Android phones, you can get screen control. On all of them, you get screen sharing. And this used to work with Ira, it no longer works. We have contacted TeamViewer endlessly to try to get this thing to work, and it has not worked yet. And so being able to share your screen with, we find a program that works reliably, we will add that to you know the, the capabilities. Right now, the only way to do it is to have two phones. One phone's not optimal. I did it the other day with a check before I understood how my bank that they just got their check uh depositing feature revamped but uh, in a happy way for a change but before i knew that i had one phone on top of the other phone and it was just really unfortunate now another way that you can do that if you can maneuver your laptop camera or a webcam in such a way you can actually do it using the desktop app in your phone uh, so the desktop app would be viewing the phone. And people do this, too. They, they, they will absolutely do this, where they will position their desktop uh, laptop camera or webcam so that it can see the phone. And then you've got that phone screen, and your agent can direct you that way. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Uh, the two phones, definitely not optimal. <laughs> but And the sad part is, Anthony, we used to be able to do that all the time. And this is where, you know, so much of what you can't, quote unquote, do with Ira is dependent on other apps and other ways. So we're happy that we have the desktop option now so that you do have that second camera. 
that you that would be a great use for the envision glasses that the, have that the is the viral perfect, partnership the absolute perfect use for the envision glasses if you have them um and i forgot to mention that because i know a lot of people don't have them and you know cost is a big factor um the good part and something that people didn't know is that there are several envision uh dealers here in the u.s who offer time payments so, yes yes if you go to letsenvision.com and you look up dealers and they have a whole list and you can contact any or all of them. You guys have a great one in Florida and um, they will have different time. Avail yourself of that if it's something that you're interested in. That's that loan I was talking about earlier, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, before we go to our audience, um, can you tell us some of the interesting stories, um, some innovative uses or some interesting stories that you've heard from the agents um, oh that might inspire <laughs> our audience to try things? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you, first of all, going back to the, the guide dog denials, you know, wherever they happen, it just enrages our agents when it happens because they get it. I mean, they see the whole thing going down and they are just yeah. furious about this. And uh, if there is a place that you want that documented online, like the GDUI survey or the NFB uh, service animal ride share page, they will be happy to go right up there and put it in for you. All the So let's see interesting things. Um, a lot of people go on cruises. And agents love it when you go on a cruise because that is just, you know, how much, <laughs> how much fun are you having on that cruise? First of all, they get to see all sorts of ports of call. They get to do all kinds of things like, okay, we're going to help you uh, at hula lessons on your cruise and we're going to describe everything or, um, you know, museums, all of these things where agents get to go where they may no, never be able to go. And I had a, a an agent, I was in New York City, right out in front of Penn Station, and I fired up Ira, and I said, welcome to New York City. And she said, oh, I've never been to New York City. This is so cool. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, we'll see how cool it is when I get inside. <laughs> and you see how complicated it is to find anything in Penn Station. But um, yeah, so being able to, let's see, one of the probably the most interesting one that I've heard lately. Gosh, there are so many. I'm I'm trying to think of people going to the zoo and actually getting zoo animals described and zoo exhibits described live while you're right there at the zoo. Um, something really interesting. There are a lot of work uses for Ira. A lot of people use the service. Many things, but one of the <laughs> to me, the funnest, sneakiest thing is to watch your coworkers back and forth. If you think you can get away with it, you know oh, what? I'm just moving screen reader around the screen of my phone. <laughs> um, but you can find out who's sitting at, uh, <laughs> in my past job, actually. Um, but you can get the expressions of your coworkers as you're presenting something or as someone else is presenting something. And that little feature, I think, is something that we often forget. I mean, we pick up a lot in somebody's tone of voice and tell you a lot about things going on in a meeting. And I've actually used this, and so have other people, when you're going to, let's say, your Capitol Hill uh, appointments. 
this coming week when you all go to legislative seminar and you're going to visit your Congress like that. He looks very interested. Oh, she's, you know, raising her eyebrows like she's not sure. Oh, that person looks really bored. <laughs> and having that little bit of information really helps you to figure out what you're going to do next, you know. Uh, and I know in the past, I've just gone on and on and on to realize that their phone or, you know, I lost them way back when. And being able to have that info, it really does, you know, help your interactions a lot with people. And I don't want to say that to say, oh, gosh, blind people can't do this. But to say that this visual information is what everybody else uses. And why, why do we? So yeah, you know, didn't quite answer your question, but. No, no, it's, it's, it's definitely giving us jumping off points. Mm -hmm. I, I read on the Facebook page a couple of months ago, um, a, a person who had used Ira to find a, a new winter coat and went to the mall itself, went in and out of a couple of stores, ended up in a Ross, which by the way, if, if you have a Ross in your area, I highly encourage you to go check out Ross. It's an amazingly awesome store. Um, and, but those who have been in Ross know that it is a lot of racks in very small, tight spaces because they are selling as much clothing as they possibly can. And, you know, when the thing with Ross and TJ Maxx and those kinds of stores are when you see it, pick it up because yes. you can't go back in two or three days and expect <laughs> yep. to find that same item. And so this person spent about 45 minutes going in and out of a couple of stores and then went into Ross and found not one, but two winter coats for what it would have cost in one of the other stores to buy one. Yep. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. You know, shopping I've used, I've used my, um, my agents at target during my Christmas seasons for the last couple of years. Um, so shopping is a great shopping is um, huge. huge. Yeah. Um, I'm planning a trip to the mall, in fact, tomorrow with the spouse. And I'm actually using a little bit of time with my agent ahead of time to map out. Okay, we're going to get dropped off here. Um, we want to eventually have lunch. But before that, we want to go to this store, this store, and this store. So can we map out, you know, which is going to be best to go to first? And the, so that's definitely something that is really easy for the agents to do. They're going to pull up that mall map online, hoping that it's accurate and up to date. Um, it's, it's sad uh, at some of the malls, how you go through and you look and say, oh gosh, that store's not open anymore. That's not open anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, once you're there, then certainly um, finding the guidance that you need in a mall for shopping items online getting descriptions of things because you know how many times do you think all right i have no idea what that description means or i don't know what that color is can you tell me you know, yes. the description of that color um i had a color of yarn recently it was uh um Follette, i believe which is a, a shade of blue but i had no idea what that meant I'm thinking, I have never heard that word before. It's actually a flower. Uh, never heard that word before. I have no idea. What, uh, but I had to call up an agent to find that out. And she actually looked it up. She looked at the yarn and said, okay, here's the yarn. But then, okay, here's the color. Here's what it's named for. Here's what the flower looks like. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, just little, <clears throat> little time. A lot of folks do things, probably the most fun one. 
homework with your kids, making sure uh-huh. your kids are actually doing the homework. I may have told this story before, but one lady, um, she actually, you know, looked around the corner in video games instead of doing his homework. Nailed. <laughs> yep. So, uh, kids, your father knows, all right? No excuses now. She'll never see me. Nope. Sorry. Absolutely. And, you know, on that same vein, there was a, a post. I love the Facebook page, uh, page by the way. <laughs> um, and there was a, a post on the Facebook page a couple of months ago also about a woman who experienced her daughter's Christmas play using Ira. Yes, um, yes. And you remember that it was most, mm-hmm. most of it was in sign language. And, and yeah. so, it, you know, a lot of it was lost on her or would mm-hmm. have, I should say, would have been lost on her yes. if she didn't have the Ira agent at the other end, giving her all of that visual information because most of the Christmas play was celebrating um, our deaf brothers and sisters and, and using ASL. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So some really cool so let's um let's take that quick moment to check in with Bryn, um, and then we will go to some of the audience members and see what Sweet. they're using Ira for. Bryn, what did we come up with? All right. So you're are you talking about the uh, the voices that I have made for Janine and Gabriel? <laughs> I'm scared. Yes, <laughs> I'm a little scared too. But let's see All what right. happens. All right. So uh, I forgot which one is which because I didn't label them. They just say synthesized audio twelve and thirteen. So uh, let's play this one. I I don't know who this one is going to be, but we're going to find out in a second. Hello, Anthony. This is a virtual version of Janine Stanley created by Eleven Labs. I just wanted to say that Sunday Edition is my favorite podcast. That's right. I wait with bated breath every week for Bryn to upload the podcast. Sometimes she's a little slow at getting it done, but that's okay. I totally understand that she had a pizza in the oven. Thanks for having me on your podcast, Anthony. Oh, my God. That is frightening. All right. That is absolutely frightening, Bryn. So now we can wow. just we could just copy and paste the uh, press releases oh from Ira's website. There and, you go. Uh, Actually, um, I have signed up for the Eleven Labs uh, service for that express purpose. Actually. Ooh! And I am later this afternoon going to play with the voices of some of my coworkers and stuff. I love it. Them. So, <laughs> well, it's, now this is awesome. Now we can have our illustrious uh, immediate past president of uh, BPI, um, you know, make promos for for Pride Connection for us because I now also have a Gabriel voice. Let's hope hope I did it right this time. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Hey, Anthony, let's try this again. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If Gabriel is listening. (laughs) Sorry, Gabriel. Um... (laughs) I did it again. Now, I have heard in a couple interviews with the Eleven Labs people that they are going to be coming out with an update in, I think they said March, that will be able to do uh, accents much better if you don't have kind of the standard American accent. Nice. So we will be able to get Gabriel's beautiful accent in there much more naturally all right so i did it i did it again uh i i don't know why that happened but let's try this now let's see so i've got gabriel uh with a little message for us let's see if this works hey anthony let's try this again hello i'm a virtual copy of gabriel lopez cafati's voice created by 11 labs i am so happy to announce that anthony will be cooking his famous shrimp scampi at this year's acb national convention no he won't everyone come to our suite this year (laughs) And you'll get a free bowl of shrimp scampi. 
for those of you who are of the vegan persuasion, I've got a glass of wine and vegan cheese for you. <laughs> I, you know, it's not bad. It, it really is bad. Get the, you know, it didn't quite get the gravitas that Gabriel yes. has. Um, it does have a little slider that you can adjust that, that will adjust the sensitivity or the stability of the voice. So if I lower that stability a little bit, it might do his accent better. Um, wow. so, you know, I could try to pull that down. I had it at the default of 75% stability. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let me just play this one more time and see if, if it sounds a little more like Gabriel. Hold on a second. Hey, Anthony, let's try this again. Hello, I'm a virtual copy of Gabriel Lopez Cafati's voice created by Eleven Labs. I am so happy to announce that Anthony will be it's cooking close. his famous shrimp scampi mm -hmm. at this year's it's ACB not, National Convention. You know, it's, it's just, not quite right. You know what it sounds like? Yeah. It sounds like Gabriel and Clark Rockfell had a baby. And that's what the baby grew up to be. Doesn't it? Think about it for a second. Play yes. it again. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Let me fast forward. Hey, Anthony, just a created bit. by 11. Let's try this again. CB National Convention. Right, here we go. That's right. Everyone come to our suite this year, and you'll get a free bowl of shrimp scampi. For those of you who are of the vegan persuasion, I've got a glass of wine and vegan cheese for you. Oh, my gosh. Yes, oh, it sounds like Gabriel and Clark had a baby, and that's it what the baby grew does. up to be. Wow. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my gosh. See, I can't wait till it gets the nuances of different accents in there. I think that will be just phenomenal. Right? And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Same thing it, with, with Anthony's voice, too. Like, it doesn't have quite the, – the accent just isn't mm -hmm. right. It sounds like mm -hmm. Anthony, but it sounds like a – it sounds like you took all the – all the like all the humanity. how you doing out of Anthony. You <laughs> yeah. took all the New York out of Anthony. York, you took all the New York out of Anthony. Yeah. Sadly I, I kept my Midlands Brent, Brent, how are you gonna present so. me without my New Yorkness? <laughs> right. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Bye, fungool. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> all right, fun times, fun yes. times. Bryn, <laughs> if you want to play around a little more, we could always try one more time towards the end. But um, we are going to take some of our audience and see what they have been using Ira for. Sheila, do we have some hands? <laughs> I have to say Janine's was scary. That it was, was spot on. on. It was, it was absolutely on. frightening. Wow. It was much better than the one that I did, actually. With the yeah, music. and hallelujah, he's not doing mine. Anyway, <laughs> oh, <okay>. um, <laughs> all right, Sharon, please unmute. Afternoon, everyone. How are you? Hey, awesome. hey. Good. Um, this is not a fun use of Ira. Exactly. But it was helpful when I was working. Um, sometimes um, the organization I was working for would trot out these new apps or um, like security training oh, uh, yes. situations, which you have to do. And they'd be mm, somewhat accessible and somewhat not. And so my goal wasn't necessarily to ask the IRA agent to help me complete it but to just look at it with me and say here's what I see and here's what you're able to read and then I would make a report about that to my team ah. and um, because everybody in large organizations now has to do these annually pretty much we have to do you them know? too at IRA and you do what IRA do you know yes. so um, and we still haven't found a fully accessible one <laughs> No, you know, where you get stuck is where um, the um, where you have to fill in the, you know, 
multiple choices or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed that a lot of these are set up in a way that they're very short amount of slide. And then you go to the next slide and then you go yes. to mm-hmm. extremely busy, busy. And yes, t- it's more time consuming to get from A to B than to, than to read the stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, so I've used Iver for that. Um, that's uh, that's a perfectly, yeah. that's a perfectly yeah. good one. And I do have one question. When iOS app becomes available to up, you know, to update, it'll be a new app. Will we need to um, totally um, disconnect the old one? And when we get into the new one, will will our information have carried over? Your information will have definitely carried over. I don't know about having both apps running at the same time on iOS. I'm not quite sure about that one yet. But what okay. we will do, we will have the old app. Because right now, for example, the Ira Live feature will not be in the new app yet. Okay. Yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. it'll be on the drawing board. But until right. we can get it in Android both, they won't be in there. So if you use that or preset messages, that right now is not available. However, it will be coming soon. Uh, but if you use that a lot, then you may want to stick with the old app. And we're going to go with the um, the oh, soundscape model of where, you know, eventually the old app will be out of the app store. That's going to be coming. And I am just mourning the loss of soundscape. I love that app. Yeah, same <laughs> so, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone please pick that up in full, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much, Sharon. And, you know, I, I always mention this whenever we have uh, Janine on, those pesky recaptchas. Oh, um, yes. I use Ira all the time for them. Um, and honestly, you know, sometimes, you know, depending on the website, the audio challenges can be really, really easy. Or, well, his name is Rob. What? A goat walked up the mountain? What? Um, yes. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes, you know, just clicking the, you know, the trucks in the picture, it's mm-hmm. a lot easier than trying to figure out that audio recapture. Absolutely. All right, Sheila, who is up next? And Herbie, let us know when we have hands in Clubhouse. Hey, Clubhouse, please join us. Right. Sheila, who's up next? Margie. Hey, Hi, Margie. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Real quick, Margie is facilitating the Lessons in Advocacy Allies program. I mentioned it at the top of the show, but it does not hurt to re-announce it. You've got, I've been privy to the planning of the call. Um, You've got some great questions and topics geared up for tomorrow night. So we are so looking forward. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and all the other times you can figure out amongst yourselves. But um, it will also be broadcast on ACB Media. Margie, welcome back to Sunday Edition. Thank you. Well, you answered my question. I was out walking and busy streets at the beginning, so I didn't hear the first 15 minutes, and I wondered if that was announced. But I'm really, you know, I'm a low-tech person. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a techie person. But I want to share something. I want to share two Ira things. Well, three Ira things. That's really Bye-bye. cool. First, <laughs> I love it. I upgraded my minutes for the first time since Ira's been out to my to my to the um, ninety nine dollar for one hundred and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Secondly, OCB I've had that's no... an ACB plan. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you. I had no problem using my minutes. I thought I was going to have problems. So here's now. I know people have done this, okay, but I'm talking from my perspective 
I am so freaking excited. A couple of weeks ago, I was at the movie with RC. As it turned out, we have this lovely theater in town that we've done some legal stuff with and we settled and haven't been back since COVID. Well, the 80 wasn't working. Because of Ira, and it's in a shopping center, an outdoor shopping center known as the Palladio here in Folsom. I said to RC, I'm going to go walk around the Palladio. I don't know where I'll be. Call me when you get out. I pulled out my handy dandy little phone. I started walking. I had the agent tell me the stores I was passing. I learned some really cool stuff about what used to be a courtyard um, where they do concerts. It's now got, has all kinds of eateries with tables. Ooh, nice. We wounded our way through all the paths. And then I said, I know exactly where I am. I'm heading to Starbucks. All right. <laughs> and, you know, about, about an hour later, I was at Starbucks. I had gone in and out of stores. And to me, this was liberating. Mm-hmm. Previously, I would have sat there and been bored and not mm-hmm. you know, probably gotten even more PO'd. And I was able to use the time while he stayed and watched the movie. That was exciting. I love that. I love that. Incredibly one. exciting. The other thing is, is um, about a month ago, I had hand surgery and I was a little bit concerned before I saw the doctor again, if the incision was infected, because it's really irritating me. And I called Ira, I went outside, so we had nice sunny weather and it wasn't red at all. Oh, good. And that was huge because normally I'd say, RC, will you come over and look at this? Mm-hmm. Uh, we live two blocks apart. And that was huge. Mm-hmm. So I'm finding more things that I have waited for my sighted partner of 20 years mm-hmm. to come and look at that I am now doing on my own. And what does that do? When he comes over, I don't have a laundry list anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it, it's just fun to sit down, play a game, have dinner, do whatever. That mm-hmm. is liberating people. It's really oh, liberating. I love to it's hear incredible. that. I so you know, love Margie, to hear that. I sneak up using Ira on the guide dogs often. They're doing something. (laughs) If I go to see what they're doing, they're going to stop doing it. Mm -hmm. But if I mosey myself around the other side of the room, just kind of holding my phone in my hand with an earbud in my ear, I can figure out what they're actually doing using Ira rather than Uh trying to figure it out as they're running around the house trying to avoid me i I love the homework thing and i i get my granddaughters this summer again and i have a nine-year-old mischievous granddaughter and um who likes to harass her six-year-old sister (gasps) and now we have no question i will be sneaking in the house and seeing what's going on (laughs) so i love that idea I know that they make Braille um, Uno cards, but in case you don't have a deck of Uno, I played Uno using Ira with my eight-year-old nephew when I was in Virginia two weeks ago. Oh, and that what was a lot great of fun. idea. Fun. That's fantastic. Well, I don't need it for Uno, but there's... That's such a cool idea. I hadn't thought of that. When I was at my son's for Christmas, we were playing a game and someone teamed up with me. I never thought of using Ira. What a yeah. great idea. Absolutely. The only thing, there's two things. Oh. There's two mm-hmm. things. Um, with the limit of the phone camera, but I wish the agents could see colors better. Yeah. Um, especially hues of colors. Me. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, but it you know what? What I have found. Go ahead. What I have found is when I want to identify, especially clothing, I go as close to the sunniest window as possible because they get the best color representation with natural light. Yes. But go on. I go outside. 
Yep. Yeah. But still the hues, the hues are a challenge. The hues are really a challenge. And we women tend to wear more hues than men. Tend yep. to is the key word. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. There's one final thing I want. Oh. Um, you've addressed this, but this came up yesterday. We in California are probably going to submit a resolution in California at our upcoming convention to try to get um, our state to cover IRA like they do in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And one person, I don't know who it is, but it's okay. It came up in discussion yesterday. Mm-hmm. Will not support this resolution because the agents aren't, aren't bonded. And what I said mm-hmm. yesterday, I said, you know, there's a lot of things they don't need to be bonded for. Yes. And I wish everyone would support Ira. If you don't trust it because it's not bonded, then don't do your personal information if that makes you uncomfortable. Um, but for the simple access of ADLs and daily lives, you don't need to be bonded. And I would like you to address that a little bit more, and I'm going to go on sure. mute. Sure. Okay. That's a great one. Actually. Great point. And, yeah. You know, I would say, okay, that's your personal choice. However, you know, as you said, there are so many more uses for visual interpreting. And it could be us. It could be any company that starts out visual interpreting. So I want to make that clear. Um, and this is the kind of advocacy that we are wanting to support in a bigger way. But um, we tell people, look, you know, we are being used by employers who have very strict uh, security protocols. Microsoft is one of them. Mm-hmm. Google is another a certain company that starts with A that we order things from all the time is another. Uh, and these places, we also have Brookline Bank, Bank of Rhode Island, all of these banks, we support their online content as well as ATM and in-bank um, anything that you're doing there on local. If that is not secure enough for you, and we've had to pass a lot of security protocols to be able to do that, Um, not the least of which is having our agents bonded. And I honestly, you know, uh, the confidentiality agreements that they agree to, yeah, they're not legally bonded. Um, For a long time, I actually thought they were, and they are not any longer, because now that we've got a larger agent force, that's a big expense. However, However, that said, um, we've got so many checks and balances in place. We have a special security team that investigate any, don't have a lot to investigate from the agent side. It's more from the uh, customer side that they're investigating. But um, I think, you know, UK7, we've been around for eight years, but we've actually had an incident uh, where somebody's personal information was taken and used inappropriately. So that, you know, says a lot. I think it's unfortunate. There are people out there, sadly, who are a little misguided on exactly what visual interpreting is and what it can do for people. And I hear a lot, you know, well, I don't think people should use IRA as much as they do because they'll lose their blindness skills or they should learn better blindness skills. And, you know, it would be nice if everybody had that ability, had the resources available, if we were all the same, you know, and didn't maybe have other disabilities or other concerns, but what spouse whether we get it from a friend, you know, it's making our lives better. And so it really bothers a person actually say uh, in the Facebook group, I will, 
I will tell my employer not to get this for employees because I don't want, would you say that to somebody about Braille? I don't want you using Braille because, you know, or I don't want you using synthetic speech because I want you that. Wow. And this person had the power at their employer to do that. And it was scary to me. So I think you may not, but to impede advocates, Ira, please don't be that person, please. I want to jump on that bandwagon for a moment because a couple of months ago, I I um, reconnected to I Want to Learn Braille. Mm -hmm. And I I tried early on in my blindness journey and it was a mess. Um, And it was because emotionally, I wasn't ready. You know, my fingertips, most sensitivity wise, they weren't ready either. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, emotionally, I wasn't ready. I tried it two years later. You know, (laughs) yeah. And the guide dog, you're, you know, there's no way to go back. Yeah. You know, I, two years later, I, I wanted to try it again and I still wasn't ready. Um, and so, you know, now I'm, I'm learning and I'm learning fast and I'm loving it. But, you know, I had technology. I had all the reasons and all the excuses not to learn Braille. And, and for some folks, I think it might be OK not to learn Braille. I'm not going to become, okay, now that I know Braille, I'm going to advocate that every single person who has a visual impairment needs to know Braille. I'm not going to become that person. I'm a former smoker and I'm not the teetotaler. You need to quit. You'll quit when you're ready. (laughs) However, it will help me in my life. But two years ago, when so many people were telling me, you need to learn Braille, you need to learn Braille, I wasn't ready. And and I wasn't going to be able to learn it that way. So we have to remember that we have people of every degree of of independence within our community and we have to love and respect all of them no matter where they are mm-hmm. having said that let's jump to announcements real quick before we take um any more hands because i do see that we're we're long in the tooth of the sunday edition Ooh, time yeah. i want well, you we to too much fun with voices so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did i want you to remind folks that there's a couple of days left where they could buy additional minutes at yes. the standard ira prices and then i know you have another exciting announcement yes. for us so Actually, take it away janine so let me get these so you can continue to buy uh add-on minutes at the 2022 prices which are going to be 25 minutes for 30 dollars 50 minutes for 50 dollars and 100 minutes for 90 dollars and those prices are available through february 28th on march 1st at 12 colon zero zero a.m on march 1st and that's pacific (laughs) time because ira operates on pacific time so um that door will close and and those minutes will last for as long as it takes to use them on top of your monthly minutes yeah got it yes we have had people literally buy five and you can buy them sure they're gonna be out there now right at this time i'm i'm you only had the video i'm like pointing like a teacher <laughs> right <laughs> at this time you have to maintain a monthly plan to keep those minutes if you stop your plan they're gone at this yeah. time she drops the mic on that one so <laughs> now other announcements you may have uh, heard troy in, in the past month or so when he's been on various shows including main menu talking about and sunday edition and sunday (laughs) edition i'm sorry yes i meant to say sunday edition i don't know why i said main menu but there too um but you may have heard him talk about a position that we're developing that has to do with advocacy and initiatives to promote visual interpreting 
Well, tomorrow in our newsroom, stay tuned because that position will be announced. The job posting for that position will be announced. I do not have any other details that I can give you, but please go to our main page to the newsroom. If you've signed up for our RSS feed, you'll get the article, but also get there as well. And we encourage anyone to apply, take a look at the position if you feel like you're qualified to do this particular job. And again, this is promoting the idea of visual interpreting using IRA and other services uh, to government federal in the U.S. to be funded. So we are looking for a way to make IRA affordable and available to everybody who needs it, much like the 711-711 service is for people who need um, any kind of interpreting by phone. So that's what that position is. And finally, final thing, CSUN coming up. Yes. We will be there. I'm so excited. Curtis is excited. We will be at CSUN. We'll be in booth 803. There is some advocacy around having IRA at CSUN. We, uh, in the past, had sponsored that. We can no longer do that. But we gave them a lovely discounted price. Folks who were going to CSUN, if, uh, bug the CSUN folks. Tell them you want it. And hopefully, you know, we'll have a strong enough tide to get us actually at the hotel to be, uh, have the hotel as an IRA access location. Right now, that is not the case. And it is a complicated hotel to get around in. The exhibit area is complex. And they said, well, we have a software solution for navigating, which is a perfectly good software solution, but that's not all we do. And so, you know, we want to educate places like CSUN and the Marriott that, you know, this is what visual interpreting is and how it works. So anyway... That is the 14th through the 17th of March. We have a session on the 15th that talks about IRA Everywhere, where we're going to be talking about the new apps, the IRA Explorer app, the IRA Desktop app, and also the Blind Shell and the Woods Volunteer. Awesome. Right. <laughs> Let's go back to our audience. Sheila Herbie, do we have anyone queued up? Neither one of us have anybody, and you have 10 minutes. Oh, dear. Oh, Unfortunately, they all started disappearing when you uh, started playing voices in their heads. So. Oh, no. See, they missed all the good part. So. Oh, no. I lied. Somebody Uh-oh. just decided to raise their hand. Right. So life's good. But see, we guilt them into it, Janine. I was going to say, because I had another <laughs> use case for them. And Rob, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Janine, yeah. uh, just, if, if you're willing... Earlier, you said that your bank um, does have accessible um, remote, de- uh, you know, audio de- de- deposit for you, mm-hmm. for you remote deposit. Are you willing to share what bank you oh, bank? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's probably one that people outside of Ohio will not be familiar with. It's the Telhio Credit Union, and they just redid their app completely, and it is so accessible now. It banking apps that was accessible. It was beautiful. And then they got a new team and it just went completely inaccessible. And last L-H-I-O credit union at tellhio.org. If you're in the Columbus area, they're definitely all around here, but there are other places in Ohio as well. And uh, they, I was shocked when I saw their check deposit feature come back in a totally accessible way. 
So that was very exciting. But also don't forget that you have access to use of IRA on bankofamerica.com, on brooklinebank.com and all of their subsidiaries, Rhode Island, uh, Bank of Rhode Island, TD Bank uh, in the eastern U.S., um, TD Bank and in Canada. We also have very limited French support for French Canadians and Spanish support also for all of those. So I was really excited to see ACB was doing the bilingual uh, conference. That is awesome. And I cannot wait to hear the technical details of how you're doing that. Yeah, I can't wait either, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give um, one of my life hacks. Um, I unfortunately have more checks that I have to deposit than I'm comfortable with. I think everything <laughs> everything would be a heck of a lot easier if we could just, you know, link Zelle or, or PayPal to everything. But that's okay. just my own personal um, but I have a set of those um, plastic placemats, um, which I find when we have other folks over who are blind, I find it makes a lot of cleanup a lot easier to use plastic plate mats rather than the cloth ones. But I digress again. The back side of it is black. Ah. And so I place my check in the middle of the back side of the placemat. And then I place my phone literally and on the center of the check. And I start lifting until the phone tells me that it has captured. And then I just flip the check over and do the same thing all over again. So any really dark background yes. Um, yes. will help you with mobile. And the, after you do it two or three times, you get to the point where you know exactly where it needs yep. to be. Um, you know, maybe for some people it might take five or six times for practice. But, you know, after you've done it a few times, you know exactly where you need to be, how far up from the check it's going to capture. Yep. So try it. Play around with it. Absolutely. Another quick hack. Um, I have an 8 by 10, uh, 8 by 11 or whatever, that standard size photo frame. But I have one that has two little e easels on each or hinges on each side. And so I can take a document and just flip the two hinges and it holds it in place. And then I can use my glasses or if I need Ira and I need support, like to look away, look back, look away, look back in trying to line that document up again and again, I have that photo frame. And so That's someone cool. else who I had told that to said, well, um, I have silly putty and a regular picture frame and it works just as good. Oh, hey. so <laughs> fantastic. And that is great for folded things because, you know, yeah. you're trying to hold the phone and make sure the fold doesn't, you know, push the paper up so you don't get that part scanned. And uh-huh. So yeah, that that is these are all great hacks, Anthony. You should just have a show about life hacks. I swear that would I, be you know, fascinating. I think I'm going to life hacks and how we can interpret them for our community. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Like my husband's got a million like lawn mowing, okay? So how am I going to, you know, keep the lawn in shape? Uh, he transitioned from a push mower to a riding lawn mower. Okay, blind guy on a riding lawnmower, be afraid. But he's got a whole, you know, system now of how he's kind of got the feel for the yard and the feel for the lawnmower and then using points on the horizon to stay aligned with, with the vision that he's got. And I just, I channel the late, great Larry Turnbull on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Let's do one more check, Sheila. Anybody pop up while we were chatting away? Sure. No. All right. Well, I have one thing that people have asked about, and this is a thing that ugh, nobody wants to talk about. But, you know, we had the announcement uh, a while back about uh, Ira when you're on the toilet. Well, 
We know that that violates terms of service. However, if you have to take a medical test that involves a way to set that up, so you want to collect the sample or you want to have, you know, the sample material in a place where, you know, like don't start the call facing your camera at the toilet bowl. <laughs> okay, probably not cool. However, if you tell your agent, all right, my doctor wants me to check and see if there is blood in my stool, can we do this? I'm going to walk you over to the toilet and I just need to look and see, do you see blood? Or if you have a stool sample and you are needing to get it into a lab container, sample and set that all up on your sink and then explain to the agent what you're going to do. And also picking up feces from pets, not a problem. Agents do that all the time. Kid messes, not a problem. So we'll get that, that topic out of the way. <laughs> I, I hate to admit this, but more often than I care to admit, I get involved in something else while I'm waiting for Bodhi to find his moment of uh -huh. I'm finally going to go. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden I feel him jerking. I always tell him one of these days you're going to pull my arm off. Yes. But um, <laughs> and then I have to call Ira and say, can you please help me find it? Because yep. he went and I yep. wasn't gotcha. paying attention. Yep. Yep. I, I was on vacation in December. And uh, my lovely new dog, he, he goes, but he tends to go with some force, and I call him the salad shooter. <laughs> After like a day and a half, it was like, wait, where did all this dog poop come? Oh, my goodness. I missed a piece here. I missed a piece there. So, you know, it was definitely an, okay, agent, I just need to make sure that I've cleaned everything up in this space that we chose to relieve our dogs, <laughs> please. And so, yeah, it's, um, but, you know, no big deal. It's one of the rites of passage for Ira. All right. Well, we are coming up on that time. I want to remind folks that next week you will not hear me. You will hear Herbie and Chanel Allen with a great Sunday edition. If you are interested in hosting Sunday edition on the 12th, please send me a message at sundayeditionac at gmail.com. I will personally be back with you in three weeks, and I will miss each and every one of you. Between now and then, although I won't miss having to get the show all ready by Wednesday so I can get it into the community call. And then, oh, man, every once in a while, somebody lets me know on a Thursday or a Friday something came up and I'm scrambling. But um, I will definitely be interested in hanging out with, shaking hands, hugging everybody at Leadership in Alexandria. So if you're there, please drop me a message. Let me know you're going to be there and let's grab a Coke or an adult beverage together. Um, Please check out the Fun Zone this evening with Bryn and check out the Allied Program for BPI tomorrow night at 8 p.m. The DKM call tonight at 8 p.m. And have a blessed and beautiful week and a blessed and beautiful beginning to March. This has been Sunday Edition. Have a great week. You've been listening to Sunday Edition on ACB Media. Stream One, that's American Council of the Blind Media, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Episodes drop every week at 1 p.m. on Sundays, and you can email us at Sunday Edition AC, all one word, Sunday Edition with the letters AC at gmail.com. Let's brunch again together next Sunday.